podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. So it's uh, all for play for still? I think so. Do you want to bet against us? Hello, everybody, and welcome to Fertile Love of Paul McGrath podcast. Out of sheer and utter boredom on this wonderful Sunday, because it is absolutely freezing here in Ireland. I don't know what way it is in whatever part of the world you're, you're, you're from. Um, it is. I went out to take the dog for a walk today, Paddy, here in Galway, and it was minus 7 Celsius, which I reliably am told by Google is, is 19 degrees Fahrenheit, whatever that means to people who use Fahrenheit. But minus <laughs> 7 degrees Celsius taking the dog for a walk this morning was pretty nippy, I must say. So... Ireland is under the blanket of, of under a blanket of ice at the minute. And out of sheer another boredom, I said we'd pop on and we'll we'll chat. This isn't obviously the normal time you would do a team sheet tantrum at, uh, but uh, it's more so more than a team sheet tantrum. We wanted to pop on for 20 minutes, just talk about this team because I think it's really, really interesting. There's one person obviously on the on the list that we've seen this morning, I think is really interesting, and uh, we will discuss him. And also just discuss, I suppose, really uh, a pivotal 48 hours for one Aston Villa player in particular and also uh, for, for, I suppose, England, English football um, itself as well. So, Paddy, first of all, let's take a little look at uh, at the team sheet because, as I say, I'm, I'm really interested in this team sheet uh, that we've seen today. And for those of you that haven't seen it, let's bring it up on the screen. Oh, no, wrong, wrong button, wrong button. Um... Um, Aston Villa official, here we go. So, I think you guys should be able to see that now. Yes, there we go. So, we've got Robin Olsen and Golds, Ashley Young, Kanzat Mings and Dina. We've got Johnny McGinn, Kamara, Douglas Louise, Arian Reiki is in, and uh, Arian Reiki is in, and he's the guy that obviously is is the person I want to I want to talk a good bit about because he's he seems to be getting a lot of um a push under Unai Emery. And he's in there with the boys today. Like, he's in there with pretty much the strongest team that we could have put out. And the team is rounded off with Leon Bailey and Ali Watkins. The substitutes, we have two goalkeepers on the bench. Uh, we've got uh, Philip Marshall, we've got Ali Zeich, uh, Josh Feeney is there, Callum Chambers, uh, Lamar Bogard, Augustinson, Seb Revan, Nakamba, Kay Jung, Tony or uh, Tommy O'Reilly, Archer and Ings. I know a lot of people wanted to see Archer get some minutes. I think he probably will get minutes in this game. I, I will watch this game, um, which is on at two min- at 10 minutes past two. And don't forget that you can sign up for this on Aston Villa, on uh, AVTV, or Villa, what is it, Villa TV, I think now, if you're in UK and Ireland and you can watch it and any of the money that you donate towards watching this game will go towards food banks in the United Kingdom. I'm going to say it, food banks, it's shit that they're there in the first place. But since they are there, I think I think donating to them specifically at times like this, when everybody needs something, um, I think it's a great app, a great thing for Aston Villa to do that all the money will go towards food banks. Don't get me wrong, it's shit that we that people need to use them, it's shit that anybody needs to use a food bank in 2022. But you know, while they are here, we, we you know, it's it, it's a needed service for a lot of people, and uh, fair play to the club for um 
for initiating this um, and, uh, and and putting the money towards this. So, Paddy, talk to me about it. Like, this isn't like Arjun Reiki, he, he got a run against, or he got more than a run against um, against Brighton during the week. And also, if I'm not mistaken, he was involved in the in the Cardiff game before we before we left. Is this a sign that maybe Unai Emery sees something in him? Well, I think I think he's been knocking on the door for a long time. He's he's obviously a really good talent. Um, he had a, he had a decent loan spell last year. Um, he's been kept around the squad for a reason. So, like, I suppose needs must. You know, like he he may as well have a look at him today than than throw him in there against Liverpool or or, or Spurs, or or maybe they, he'll put him in against Villarreal next week as well. But. The, the guy is obviously a talent. He's been talked about, you know, very highly at all levels of, of uh, punditry. So, um, yes, I, I, I think he sees something there. And I think it's it's somebody who we might see in around the squad when we do return to Premier League action. I'm loving that he's getting a, getting a, and that was very Brian Kerr of me there. If anybody knows Brian Kerr, it's, I'm loving that. It's what he always says before he starts <laughs> talking about a player. Um, so maybe I am turning into Brian Kerr. I know, well, uh, Brian Kerr of the early 90s and mid 90s. I wouldn't mind being him as a, as a, as a footballing coach, but um, Brian Kerr, the pundit, pundit sometimes, uh, maybe not so. But um, I, look, I think it's great to see him in there. He's got the physical build. Look, he's all there for a 19, 20 year old kid. He's all there. He's a fully grown adult, like you know. So having him yeah. in there, he we all know he's a metronomic passer as well. When he, when the ball comes to him, he looks like he's been played a bit further forward. If this is the four two 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 system that uh, that Una Emery plays, and I've no reason to believe that it isn't, he's going to be played in that further forward role. So having that, he's a quick passer of the ball. Is what I like about about Reiki. We saw him playing at playing at his own level at at at, at his own age group for the youths last season. That's what he did. He moved mm. the ball quickly. He was he took this not not even so much the simple pass, but he took the high percentage pass uh, with regards to you know the one that was most likely going to be there, and he made it quick. And he made he, he started moves. He initiated moves. He he was a contributor to an awful lot of moves in the mid phase as well, which is really important because what you tend to see in the Premier League, and I'm and I'm this is something I've been I've been bitching and moaning about quite a lot off camera is you're beginning to see players that are very manufactured in with regards to, okay, I can, I'm only allowed to start moves or I'm only allowed to get on the end of crosses or I'm that guy that has to, has to maybe uh, end up going wide and cross the ball in. So people become kind of almost manufactured in what they can do. And then they almost they become devoid of, of, of a rounded so, skill set. And, you know, it, it's, it's something that the, that the over, over coaching, I suppose you could call it, even though I hate that phrase. It's, it, I don't think it's a thing. Um, when you look at someone like Aaron Reiki, he, he contributes mid-phase, uh, uh, initiates it within the phase, and we're hoping, I'm hoping now that we see him with the with the first team, to be that guy who comes up and starts maybe laying out passes for assists or maybe even taking shots himself because, um, look, we're, we're obviously not going to see um, Coutinho um, on, on this trip. There's no Buendia here today. Um, so it's uh, it's a it's a it's prime opportunity for him to go out and yeah. show what he can do, and I'm delighted. And and specifically when there's other guys in the bench there that that you could bring in and you could maybe put him into that position and and, and see what they can do. It, he's not like it looks that Emery isn't going to push him again into that position and play someone like Nakamba. So go out there and grab him with both hands, Mister Reiki, and uh, and and yeah, become a fixture and and get that number down from fifty five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, he's he he's obviously a, a very special talent. Um, 
Uh, British Mick says in the comments there that he, he's surprised yeah. how few people from Indian Pakistani uh, descent don't play in the... Like he, he, could, he has potential to be a trendsetter there. We, I know we have uh, the guy at Leicester. Um, Chowdhury. Name escapes me, Chowdhury, yeah. Yeah. Um, there there was are Zesh Rahman. Was it Rahman or, or Raymond? I, I can't remember. He played with, with a couple of teams in the Northern yeah. Premier League before. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. But there's 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 very there's very few um of that descent. So you know I know it's great for for that community and it's great you know and let let's face it around the Aston area, it's a huge um. Middle Eastern descent area, yeah. you know, and 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 I'm sure you'll have a lot of support for, for from from those people, and it's it's great for that region, football wise, to be uh, to be to be on this stage. So I I really hope he pushes on. I, like I I love to see our, our youth coming through. He's a guy with really quick feet, as you say, great passer of the ball. Um, you mentioned that we we've no Coutinho, we've no uh, Buendia, we also know Jacob Ramsey. So Jacob Ramsey, yes. The, there's a lot. There's a lot of people ahead of him, so it, it's good if, if he can take his opportunity here. I I think um you know we're 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 in for big things with with this with these youth players, and there's a few of them on the bench as well in Seb Revan, mm. Tommy O'Reilly, to name a couple. Yeah, obviously Chelsea are. I'm not going to say decimated because look, a lot of their players have been playing in the World Cup or on the way back from the World Cup or still involved in the World Cup. Um, but this is the team that they have out today. They've got Bettinelli in goals, obviously. Uh, Premier played Premier League football previously. Um, you've got some guy by the name of Brookings. Some guy by the name. Of, I'm sure we're going to find out about how good all these players are because Chelsea have an absolutely savage academy. It's it's a wonder that. Their team isn't just one to eleven with great players because the amount of players they lose young to go on to other academies or go on to go on to the continent and start playing is is phenomenal at the moment. Serious credit to to Chelsea, but then again, they obviously you know we can turn around and we can give out about how many loans they make players go through before they prove themselves to get into the first team. I would like to see that change with them from from a betterment of English football point of view. I think, but you've also got uh, you've got guys there like Shalabaz in there, Cucurella is in there. Um, Webster, Jorginho, we all know, and then obviously up top they've got Bro- Broja and Aubameyang, so they're not going to not going to be stuck for firepower up front, and Villa are going to need to be on their toes. They're going to be a really interesting, uh, interesting watch. There's a guy on the bench. Well, there's first of all, there's a guy who isn't on the bench. There's a guy who isn't That's on the bench. A, I, I actually can't read that, so I was waiting on you to read it out just to make there's, sure. There's there's no Carney on the bench, and you must wonder, I suppose, what's like. I, I I'm not. Nobody's kicking the boot into into Carney. He made his own decision, and that's fine. Let him do whatever he wants with regards to that. Um, we got good money for him. I think it was, you know, yeah, you no problem. I have no problem with you no kicking problem the boot. I have no problem with you kicking the well, boot. Well, I, I, I look as I say, he'll either make it or he won't. But it's up to him now. It's not up to but us. He's less, likely to, he's less likely to make it where he went. You know, he's he's, he's going to go out on loan in the new year, and that's they, the thing. They, cha- they change their managers like like you change yeah. your underwear. It's 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 a joke of a move for him, and uh, yeah, you change this, your this underwear show, this... once every eighteen months. Pardon? 
you only change your underwear once every 18 months <laughs> <laughs> they don't they don't like keep their managers 18 months <laughs> <laughs> but no i know what you're saying uh, but look he, he's not there and look uh, it's, it's fine look it can be a talking point for 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 some people but for me look he'll either make it or he won't just the exact same thing with if he was stayed with aston villa if he if villa had signed him to the 100 100 grand a week contract that, that he wanted Who's to mm. say he was he wasn't going to up sticks and go fuck this I've made my money I'm not going to play he's either going to force his way into a team somewhere or he's not going to be he's not going to play in the Premier League and look I think it's fully on the pressure that he's heaped on his old shoulders by being a twenty million pound player at the age of eighteen he backed himself and it's up to him now to put, put he's put all his chips into the middle of the table it's up to him now to do it but the guy that I want to bring your attention to on their bench who I think is brilliant is is. Cassidy or Cassidy, I, I don't know how to pronounce it, I'm not sure, but um, he's an Italian guy um, on the bench there for Chelsea. Very highly thought of, very highly thought of. He's another guy who went under the radar that they spent money on and they brought him in, in and around the same time as Chuck Oreca. Um, so keep an eye out for him if he does come on. Um, tasty player and they were like, they rave about him in, in Italian football. So interesting to see, to see what the situation is there. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm just conscious the match is on in seven minutes, Paddy. So I'm going to, I'm going to fly on to the next little topic that we had. Paddy, talk to me about Emmy Martinez. And uh, I've been doing a small little bit of a troll job on Paul Robinson. You guys might remember about a week ago, I put I, I put up this thing where Paul Robinson was basically shitting on goalkeepers. He was saying that Fabianski was Flappianski, he called him. He said that Emmy Martinez was only a semi-decent goalkeeper, you know. Martinez goes out and he's had a very good World Cup. He saved two penalties. I asked Paul Robinson what he thought of those saves and if he changed his mind. And we'll see if he comes back uh, at this moment in time. But Emmy Martinez... Keeping the dream alive for Leo Messi. Yeah, and and look, it's it's no it's, it's no surprise to us that he he's going to be in that position. He he was always set up to be the hero. I'm sure, as you know, and anyone close to me knows, I backed him to win the Golden Glove in the in the World Cup. Um, I, I questioned whether I should cash out after the other night, but <laughs> and, and 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 to be fair, Bono was giving him a, a run for his money in in the I, Moroccan goal too. I think I think they, I think Bono has it sewn up, regardless of what happens. I think <laughs> they've they've just been such a success story. Yeah, you know? no, it's Sorry, incredible. And look, I, I'm you know I'm I'm one of Emmy's biggest fans. I I absolutely adore the guy. Um, he just you know the the only the only the only thing I would be concerned about is. Is he lost control a little bit in the in the interview afterwards? Um, I hope I hope they keep it together. And and you know what? To a certain extent, he was right to do it. But part of me believes that the eye isn't on the ball if if you're focusing on their stuff like that. So uh, I hope they keep their head together, and I hope they go on and win it for for Villa's sake and for his sake. And for obviously, I'm a big Leo Messi fan, so I hope that uh, I hope that he could finally go and win a World Cup. Yeah, I really do so too. Yeah, and like I, I you guys are probably sick of hearing me say this, and and I, actually I, I won't. I bring his name up, and I'm going to speak about somebody else who you're probably sick of hearing me say it about in a, in a moment. But I I I I really hope Argentina go and win this. But uh, prior to this, I think everybody or the majority of people who would be watching uh, watching us today are hoping that maybe England would go and win the World Cup. Um, and unfortunately for those for those England fans, they were knocked out by the old enemy in France. Are one of their old enemies in France because I think it's really Germany are the old enemy when it comes to football <laughs> with regards to, to England. But uh, France uh, winning yesterday 2 1, Harry Kane missing that penalty, skying it over the bar. I would have put all the money, all the money in my bank account on Harry Kane to equalize there and very uncharacteristic miss from him. Um, look, I suppose that that. The, <laughs> 
There's, there's, there's a couple of England fans waking up this morning and going, well, I suppose that's the end of Gareth Southgate, so at least we can move forward. And I think a lot, of, a lot of England fans, and sorry, actually, I don't want to speak for England fans. I suppose my my, my thought from looking at, at Twitter is that the feeling out there is that people the, the team were winning and they would have loved to have seen the team win, but the people were still unhappy with Gareth Southgate up until, uh, up until that moment. So... Um, it's unfortunate. No one needs. No one likes to go out the way that they did. Um, and I think one of the big things that will be discussed with this World Cup is refereeing decisions, refereeing decisions, refereeing decisions. I personally yeah. didn't. I don't know. I that that the push on Mason Mount probably was a penalty. I, I know I'm not going to make any friends for saying <laughs> that. I'd be up in arms if if put it this way. If if Thiago Silva did that to to uh, Ollie Watkins in the box, I'd be screaming for a penalty all day long. Um, yeah, but we wouldn't get it. <laughs> but we, ex- that's exactly. But I don't. Think I, I, I think that. in the Premier League yeah. that probably wouldn't be a penalty in the fact that he's getting nowhere near the ball. If it, if they look a little bit closer, there was contact on the shoulder as well, which was what he was trying to do, albeit that yeah. the arm hit him in the back. So yeah. I think by the letter of the law, it's a penalty. But if Thiago Silva did it to Ali Watkins, as he said, he probably wouldn't give it. Yeah. But look, it's it's unfortunate because I think as a spectacle and as a game. And and as far as excitement goes, for me, I'll, like I didn't see a whole pile of this World Cup. I'll put my hands up and be honest. I saw the evening games most most days. Uh, watched the weekend games, but f- for me, that was the highlight of the World Cup. I just I just enjoyed the intensity of the game. Yeah, yeah. just a, a you know the, I I thought Antoine Griezmann in the first twenty minutes was like a man possessed. <laughs> I tell you, I I thought for the next sixty or seventy minutes. I thought he was average enough. No, that's <laughs> that's it. Well, it. well, he went around kicking people and getting stuck yeah. in, and then when the yellow card came out, he, he disappeared out of sight. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, like genuinely, like me and you, obviously have uh, no love for either team as such. So uh, you know, I I, no, I, I didn't for the writer. <laughs> but you know, I mean, they're not Ireland, so they're not Ireland. <laughs> well, exactly, yeah. But like, whatever, whatever happened, whatever happened, didn't make any difference to us, and that, and that's probably yeah, yeah, why that's I, it, yeah. I enjoyed it more as a spectacle. Yeah. Um. Did the best team win? Oh, I don't know. I don't. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I think they, England were better. Were the better side. I think. I think they probably deserved to at least get it to extra time. And and you know when that penalty was given, I was going great. I'm going to get an extra thirty odd minutes of this now, and mm. it's going to really make my Saturday evening. Because it was an enthralling game. It was. It was. It was a. It was a, it was a game yeah. you could watch, and you like you were watching. It. it was almost like a soap opera because you were like, like there was kicking fellas up in the air. There was there was a bite to it. It was good mm-hmm. attacking football. There was contentious decisions. It was like it was like a WWE wrestling match in parts. You know, it had <laughs> twists and turns. But one of the biggest twists and turns I think was my guy. And I still think, regard when this guy finishes his career, he will be a criminally un- like he will go up there with Gabriel Batistuta as being two of the most criminally underrated strikers um, of their time. Batistuta is the best finisher; he's the funnest finisher in the history of world football. That's that uh, that is not even open for discussion. Go and watch his goals. No one scores goals like Batistuta. No one had scored goals like he did beforehand. No one will ever score goals like Batistuta did. End of argument. Don't want to hear about it. No one scores those crappy tap-ins, those shitty get-in-front-of-the-player-headers, those games that get you 1-0 ahead or 2-1 ahead in, in tight moments like Olivier Giroud. And I think I put, I put money on him at the start of the tournament to be top scorer. 
even though Benzema was ahead of him. So when Benzema had to leave, I was like, oh, this is great. You know, and he's there. He's yeah. second second behind Mbappe now. So we'll, yeah. we'll see what happens. But I, and I, I hate I hated him when we had to play against him. But and, yeah. and that just shows you the, the esteem that you, it's those players that you hate that you yeah. know are really yeah. good players. Yeah. So it's uh, it, is, it's he's a, not he, he's he's not like you never look at him and go, he's brilliant at this, except he's only good for scoring goals. That's what it is, like. and that's what that's what a centre forward should do for you. You know what I mean? Like he's probably team. not. He's probably not a modern day centre forward in that he he doesn't do all the donkey work as yeah. much as he tries. His legs don't get him around. You know, closing people down. He's always that ten yards short of 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 the press. Yeah. But look, it's uh, it's it's coming up to the time of kickoff here, so we'd probably that's let it. people go go and watch the match. Um, Paul. Kelly says a match is live on recast for those outside yes. UK and Ireland. I have no idea what recast is. <laughs> no idea either. And also Michael Huggins. Michael, very thanks for always watching, man. You're always here and you're always contributing as well. Michael says, must uh, for those who've never seen Gordon Collins, go and watch the women's team. Kenzie Daly is a famous, famous Gordon Collins. I read a statistic and I don't even remember it, but I remember being blown away with the amount of chances she's created in the last three games alone. Aston Villa women are playing as well today and we wish them all the best. And I, I think it might actually even be on at this moment in time. Um, it's, not, so, it's, it's, on, it's on actually after the, the, the men's it? game. I thought and it was on you, the same time. If you are subscribed to Sky, it's on Sky Showcase yes. free of charge. So yeah. you can watch it there. You can watch it on the FA Player, I think, as well. They're oh. playing Arsenal, who are always a good heritage of playing ball. Yeah. So, um, yeah, go and watch it. And lastly, Jake Ast Aston Villa says he loves the hat. But you might love this one a bit more, Jake. And for anybody, I look, the reason I haven't put anything like this up on online is I've been waiting for hats to come through. They're probably going to come through by the end of next week. I won't have them to you guys for Christmas, but if anybody is looking for, for the love of pomegranate hat, have a look. They'll be up online um, later on this week. And uh, as I say, it will be an after Christmas thing uh, when they will get to you uh, just with postage and stuff like that. It won't get you, probably won't get you before Christmas. But if you're looking for a hat, we have about 15 or 20 of them coming in the first batch. Um, and uh, there'll be more on that during the week. But anyway, listen, less of that and more of going, going, to, going to celebrate Aston Villa in the Alwada Challenge Cup which is kicked off a minute ago. Good luck, lads. Enjoy the game. Mind yourselves and up the villa. Up the villa. Sports Social Podcast Network.